Okay, Liz, here's some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, multiple systems, delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs, you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems, and you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. So, Sarah, you know I'm still a member of Bachelor Nation. Yes. Still watch every week. Well, (laughs) this week they were in London, and part of one of the dates was that uh, the couple got to go play with corgis that were um, from the same bloodline as the queen's corgis. So you can imagine how much I like that. Yes, that sounds like also a very good date. I I would fully want to go on that date. Yes, it was very cute. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Liz Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in LA, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Sarah. That's me, Sarah Fain. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. In today's episode, we're going to talk about first drafts. We're deep in one right now. Then Liz has a worry-related take a hike. And we have a take two that will expand your reading without slimming your wallet. And this week's Hollywood hack is meant for sleeping, but we think it's perfect for being on set. But Liz, first we have an update. This is our weekly update to watch Fantasy Island. If you missed it on Monday, it's episode 207. It's our scary episode. It stars Melinda Clark, who we all love from the OC. It was directed by Eduardo Sanchez, who of course was one of the writers and directors of The Blair Witch Project. I'm traumatized by that movie still. (laughs) So if you missed it on Monday, watch it on Hulu. Yes, and Sarah, we're moving, FYI, to everyone um, to 9, 8 Central, starting with our next episode. We'll be following 911. And the next episode stars Marie Osmond, which for us was a fantasy come true. Yes, and that begins on March 6th. Yes. So that's our Fantasy Island update. Basically, watch (laughs) Fantasy Island is what we're saying. And then, Liz, you've been locked out of Twitter for, like, months now. I have now been locked out of Twitter. I did two-factor authentication. Then I got, like, a huge thing of emails about doing it and undoing it and doing it and undoing it. And now I can't get on Twitter. So if anyone sees me tweet anything, it's it's not me. <laughs> Same here. If I ask you for money, that's not me. That's right. Okay, Sarah, let's dive into From the Treadmill Deaths of, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. And this week, it's first drafts. So we are in the midst 
of writing the first draft of a pilot. We've been talking about um, the research we did on a cruise ship for this pilot, and now we're actually writing it. And newsflash, it's hard. It's hard every time. I mean, I don't even know at this point how many pilots we've written. You'd think it would get easier. And I think the other parts of the process get easier, like the conceiving and the breaking and the all of that, because yes. it's... And it's, the writing of the pitch. Yeah, all of that gets easier. But the writing of the pilot just does not. Yeah. Well, Sarah, it's making like something out of nothing. So let's say, for instance, we go to write a script now for Fantasy Island. We know that world. We know the characters. We also know who's playing the characters, which makes a huge difference when you have those people's voices in your head. We have a sense of what our act breaks are. We have a sense of how we like to end the show. We have all these different things coming into writing a draft, even a first draft of an episode, whereas with this, we're making it all up from total scratch. Yeah, and we've talked about it so much. The characters, the voices, the blah, 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 all of it. But it's still different when you're putting it on paper. Yes, now I will say it was really helpful to do what we did, which was go on the cruise. It was also a lot of fun. But I'm absolutely seeing all those spaces as I write, which is super helpful. But what would be even more helpful is to have like a good 10 episodes already written. (laughs) Who can do that for us? That would be so nice. (laughs) I just want to come in episode 11. Totally. Yesterday, I wrote a scene in a location that I just 100% would have not put a scene in if we hadn't been on that cruise. It was yeah. it was very, very helpful. Yeah. Sarah, you'll remember that Glenn Mazera, our buddy from The Shield, yes. talks about the Michelangelo approach to a piece of marble, yeah. that the artist is chipping away and uncovering what's inside. And this is the part where we are chipping away at the marble, um, but it still just looks like a big blob. Exactly. And I do think this is a part where the fact that there's two of us makes it harder and easier. Right. You know, it's like we both could conceive of the exact same thing we've been talking about with all the same words, but we could still do something differently with that. But then I think after we put our draft together, then I think it becomes a strength because you'll do something with a character and I'll be like, ooh, that's cool. I should do that in mine and I'll do something with a character. Right. It just Then I think it becomes a strength. But at this right. point, it's like, oh God. It's a bit of a jagged process right now. <laughs> yes. It's like, because you have to get this 55 pages, let's say, and feel like, yes, this is a show that could be on television. Yeah, You have to have all this cohesion. And pilots are specifically hard because there's so much setup. Ugh, yes. So where you really get going is episode three. A pilot is hard because you have to establish so much. Episode two is always the worst. Everybody hates yeah. episode two of a show. Because you have to restate everything you stated in the pilot. Yes, and yet also not have it be, a you know, have it yeah. move forward. So everyone hates episode two. And then three is where you know what you're doing and it really kicks into gear. So I wish that we could just say, let's approach this as if it were episode three, but that never works. We just have to go through the pain of it all. It's funny (laughs) because this is very specific to what we do. I don't know if other people in other fields have like similar situations. 
but I'd be interested to hear if they do. Absolutely. You'd think anybody in a creative field, but I know we have some rocket scientists who listen, which right. thrill, thrills me to no end. So yes. I would love to hear from you. Does this apply? And I would imagine it does too. You have to kind of experiment a lot with, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about yeah. when it comes to rocket science. So <laughs> Something. Right in. Yeah. So anyway, we're doing it. We're grinding it out. We will hopefully get to a place where we absolutely love it. And then no doubt we'll get a whole bunch of notes and we'll rip it up and do a page one rewrite as always yep. happens. As always. Okay. Yep. Coming up, Liz, we'll talk about worrying or not, as we are not going to worry about that part yet. But first this break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Okay, Liz, it's time for Take a Hike, in which we discuss mental, physical, and spiritual health. And today, it's mental health. Yes, Sarah, I have a mental health suggestion, which is to take time to set aside worry. Okay, so set aside worry. That's my yes. Take a Hike. So Gretchen and I have talked about scheduling time to worry on the Happier podcast. And this is sort of adjacent to that. And it comes out of the fact that I went away for the weekend to a glamping place with several families, a um, place I'd never been before. Right there, I'm not a big glamper, Sarah. But right. <laughs> I was there glamping. Spoiler alert, I had an amazing time. But the thing is, I what I thought about when I was there is I'm worried about so many things right now. I'm worried about this pilot we're writing. I'm worried about whether or not Fantasy Island will get a season three. I'm really worried about whether or not there's going to be a writer's strike. The writer's contract, the WGA contract is up May 1st. And I just decided, okay, I'm just going to set aside all of that worry. I'm not going to think about it because I'm here for two days. There's like, it's going to be extremely hard for me to go into my cabin and work on the pilot. There's clearly nothing I can do about the writer's strike. There's <laughs> nothing I can do about Fantasy Island. I'm just going to set aside all that worry and be in the moment. 
And as a result of consciously doing that, and I did, I did have to really think about it, I was able to relax and just have an amazing time and be present and enjoy the moment. So here's my question. When you found worry coming up, did you just, again, just yes. sort of tell yourself, okay, I am putting that away and that worked? Yes. And I, of course, had to do that a good 20 or 30 times. <laughs> Partly it worked, I think, because I played a lot of Mahjong, which you know oh, I love. Yes. And it's something that takes up your mind. Yes. So I think that helped. It's kind of like puzzling for you. It helped me to be able to set aside the worry. Yes. Well, this is very timely just personally for me. So <laughs> thank you because my aunt's coming to town. I haven't seen her for two years. And oh, wow. the same, I feel like I have all of this like blah weighing on me, but I'm going to just decide. Nope. Just for those days, I'm going to set aside, I can't set aside work, but I'm going to set aside worry. Yes. And the worrying takes up so much time. I mean, Ugh. it really is a pointless thing to do at all, frankly. I mean, but I am a worrier. I mean, I don't imagine any world where I'm not worrying about something. Well, and it affects your mindset. Like if you're going into a situation like glamping with other families, which should be fun, and you're just like worried all the time, What's you're the not going to be engaging, you know, and having, exactly. you had such a good time. And I want to yeah. have a good time with my aunt. So I'm going to make that yes. decision and commitment right now. No worry. Good. While she's here. Good. Thank you, Liz. All right. <laughs> If you need someone to worry, just say, Liz, please worry about this for me while oh, Jean is here and I'll take over. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay, it is time for take two where we revisit and expand on something we've already talked about. And Sarah, this week it's library apps. Yes. And then we also have uh, a take two on buying audiobooks. Yes. So Sarah, I use Libby. I talked about Libby you know, a few times on the podcast, which is a free library app where you can rent audiobooks. I've been using it a lot. You were having difficulty when you tried to get onto it. Yes. And I was filled with envy and frustration because <laughs> I couldn't use Libby. And so I actually went to my library. The, the library here in Ojai is like the cutest place. The people are so nice. And I was like, how do I use Libby? And they said, oh, you can't. What hmm. they use is cloud library. So if you're someone like me who, who has a hard time or cannot use Libby, check with your local library system because they probably have another app you can use. Cloud library is mine. And of course, you were so like, oh, it took two seconds and I was on Libby and I got a book and I was like, Ugh. Took two seconds. I yes. was on Cloud Library and I got a book. It was amazing. And then, Sarah, we also got a great letter from our listener, Irene. She said, I'm catching up on some past episodes and have loved the discussion of reading and books. A few things you should know about. Liz mentioned the Libby app for listening and reading. I love it too. But in addition to Libby, there's another app called Overdrive slash Hoopla. I have access to both through my public library and they have different books. So I can often get something on one that's not available on another. I highly recommend using both. So that's great to know. 
Then she says, you have mentioned Audible a few times. Audible is owned by Amazon, and I'd like to suggest an alternative, which is called Libro.fm. That's L-I-B-R-O dot F-M. And she says there are others as well. The content, interface, and price are all just as good as Audible, but instead of it being yet another Amazon product, you select an independent bookstore to be the beneficiary of your purchase. I think we all want to support independent merchants when possible. And no, I don't work for Libro FM. I just love <laughs> to listen to books and believe in their mission of supporting indies. Give it a try. Well, I never heard of this, Sarah, and I'm going to download it and try it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like Amazon gets enough of my money. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to give it to independent bookstores instead. Yes. So thank you, Irene. Thank you for that letter. We will. I feel like You've changed our life once again. I know. <laughs> it's amazing. We are learning so much about reading, Sarah. I would thought at our age we knew all there was to know about reading, but yeah. we didn't. Nope. All right. Coming up, we have a hack courtesy of a listener, but first, this break. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, Liz, it's time for this week's Hollywood hack, which comes from a member of our Facebook group, the Periton Sleep Headphones Wireless Bluetooth Sports Headphones. It's a long name for something that's really cool. Yes, it's Laura suggested it. She said, I often drift off while listening to a podcast or audiobook. I didn't like falling asleep with my AirPods in. I found this, which is comfortable, and I can pull it down over my eyes like a sleep mask. It makes me happy. So Sarah, can you explain what this is? Yes, it's, you know, you have one of these without the Bluetooth uh, audio listening capability. It's like a one of those warm things that you put over your ears if you're going outside and you're chilly. Only it has, it's like a headband basically, and then it has earphones in it that allow you to listen to books and music. It's genius. So you don't have to have anything in your ear because I'm with Laura. I hate listening to things at night with earbuds, which means yeah. I can only listen to a podcast if Adam hasn't gone to bed yet. 
And that drives me nuts. So this is exactly the kind of thing that I need. Yes. And it also, to me, seems absolutely perfect for being on set. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I mean, if you're on a cold set, if you're just, you know, usually when you're on like a built set on a stage, it's chilly. Yes. And there's so much time between setups, between this, between that, where you're waiting for something. And you could just have that on, listen to, yeah, podcasts, whatever books we're listening to or reading. I don't know if you can take calls on it, but I'm going to look into it. Yeah. It's such a good idea for set. Yeah. And Sarah, I'll just mention that they're about $40, but then we saw they were on sale for 20 So this is really not an expensive item. And many of our listeners commented that they love this product as well. Yeah, I hadn't even heard of it. And then this post went up and so many people were like, oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So we feel very comfortable recommending it. <laughs> yes. Bonus hack, Sarah, someone I was with this weekend um, had a light on her hat. She had a oh, warm hat those. that had a light on it. So there's all kinds of things you can do to your, your headband and your hat to make <laughs> it a more technologically useful item. Yes. Violet has one of those hats for camp. They're amazing. Okay, Sarah, finally, every week, one of us is going to recommend a book, a podcast, a TV show, or a movie. And this week, Sarah, you have something that's none of those, but it's something you can enjoy while listening or watching one of those items. Yes. So Violet and I tend to go to Starbucks. It's, you know, kind of our thing. And she discovered a new drink that I am now obsessed with. It's called the Iced Brown Sugar Oat Milk Shaken Espresso, which is a super obnoxious, again, very long name, but it's so good. If you had a coffee creme brulee, that's what this drink would taste like. So I'm connecting it to Hollywood because I feel like executives can drink it when they take home their weekend reading. You know, they always go home with these giant piles of scripts they have to read on the weekend. People could drink one while listening to a podcast. And also, I feel like it's Hollywoody because there are so many writers who write at Starbucks. So, you know, they can have one while they're working away on their scripts. Yeah. So just again, because it's it's not an easy name, it's the Iced Brown Sugar Oat Milk Shaken Espresso. Yeah, I don't know Is what it like shaken a shake? has to do with it. No, no. It's just an iced coffee drink. <laughs> okay. That they want everyone to know is shaken. <laughs> okay. Not stirred. Shaken, not stirred. Yes. Well, you know, there you go. A new drink to try. And that's it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. We love to hear from you. Email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please follow us if you haven't already. Thanks to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and thank you to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Check out the other Onward Project podcasts, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, Do the Thing from Whole30's Melissa Urban, and Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at sfain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it.
so you know how I'm totally into my puzzle thing, and our listener recommended the wooden puzzles, and now I'm yes. like taking a deep dive into wooden puzzles. Yes. There is a wooden puzzle company that has puzzles that cost $9,000. And I want to repeat, 1,000, not 100. What are they of? They're wooden. They're just wooden puzzles. Oh, so they don't have a picture? No, no. I mean, they have pictures like all puzzles. They're not of anything particularly extraordinary. Like like a, I don't know what. It's They're just puzzles. You know what this reminds (laughs) me of is when Gretchen and I were talking about crackers um, on Happier, those things, you know, you pull apart at, at... Christmas. Uh-huh. Well, I did a dive into those, and there are crackers that are like $12,000. Oh, my God. You can get them from England, and they have like a stir- a little mini sterling silver teapot in it or something like that. Uh, but nonetheless, I mean, I don't know. I don't care what's in it. 12000 is more than I'm spending on a favor, you know? <laughs> on a party favor? <laughs> on a yes, party totally. <laughs> the cool thing, though, Liz, that I also wanted to tell you, since you're a whimsy person and you like whimsy, is... They have, um, like, the puzzle pieces have cute little cutout shapes that they call whimsies. So, like, if it's a puzzle about birds, there will be shapes that are kind of shaped like birds. They are very cool. Yes, but but 9,000. You got to have a lot of extra cash. It's a little excessive. Okay, on a puzzle. Yeah, that's like when you're doing a puzzle on your yacht. Exactly. From the Onward Project.